When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, it is 5 o'clock on 420 here. If you're hanging out with us the last hour, you might be having some fun because it's 420. You might not be. Who knows? But hey, we've got another hour of showtime here with Lori and Julia. So sit back and enjoy the ride, you guys. Yes, thanks, Grant. All right, Lori, I've got and Grant, I've got something to tell you. Okay, oh, what's going on? Okay, so today was the first time Red Table Talk, oh, Facebook Live came back to the table. I saw, and that, that is hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, her daughter Willow, and Jada's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's how it started. Okay, <laughs> it started with a card up on the screen that said. Um, considering all that's happened in the last few weeks, the Smith family has been focused on deep healing. Some of the discoveries around our healing will be shared at the table when the time calls. Until then, the table will continue offering itself to powerful, inspiring, and healing testimonies like that of our incredibly impressive first guests. And then they walk out to the table, and then Janelle Monet and her mother come out. Okay. So there you go. And then I read in something else what your prediction was that... Oh, OK Magazine is predicting D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Uh, yeah, that Will and Jada have barely spoken mm-hmm. since the night. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that... His oh. his book, his memoir, went back to number one in it the New York Times. Um, um, so people, it brought attention yeah. back to that. So yeah, it was this past Sunday. It was the number one on the nonfiction. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Gosh, it was funny. And that came out what last fall? Yeah, November. Yeah, November. But still, I mean, but yeah, I was. I it was, didn't. It remember didn't, how excited I was to see it or to read listen? It, but you listened. It, but you I listened. listened. It just bugged me so bad. But you know, Kathleen West, who we had on. Um, Last week when we were at the oh, Memorial really? Blood Drive, she said she loved it, and I just couldn't. I downloaded. But didn't she read it? No, she, oh, listened, she listened to him. Okay. I just couldn't. Yeah. And I know Steve um, from Don and Steve was, um, was listening, reading. I think a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if he finished it. I just couldn't. Yeah, you know, sometimes I almost feel in a way that um, Will Smith is too young for his memoir. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great point. But I but, didn't even think I, about but that. But then Jessica Simpson's, okay, I but loved. The, but the, yeah, yeah. But, you know, maybe Jessica Simpson, you know, spoke to you more because she was a woman. Like, you felt like you had more of a I could relate more to with her, her, with her weight struggles and, my, and kids. Know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. whereas, you know... Um, doesn't Will start off with, with his, the, 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 the abuse physical in his, abuse in his family and how yeah. he grew up and yeah. yeah. 
And and the work ethic that right. his daddy o drove into them and his yeah. dad they had a very successful well, refrigeration business in Philadelphia. Our Freudian takes on Will Smith and this Johnny Depp. I mean, OMG, therapy needs to come into people's lives at a much younger age. Yeah, you know, and they both got famous young. Yeah, they did. And um, sometimes in the non-famous world, it's been my experience that... Being a non-famous person. As a non-famous person, (laughs) that when you go through really, you go through, like, I remember the first time I got therapy, which was after, after I really let myself sink into... What a rotten, insincere wife I was to my first husband. And I needed to figure out what is the baggage that I took, like from my parents' divorce or my childhood, that I could behave in such a callous way when I really let myself look in the mirror and stop lying to myself. And I remember going to therapy and, you know, and just feeling such a sense of relief after that and i did like a i think i did a group you did and then i did one-on-one and then i also 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 went to a because it wasn't a tarot card reader i did that i did that in my in my late 20s when i was struggling to be a monogamous wife and Mm -hmm. to stop is it gonna happen what card is that that you're gonna turn over yeah (laughs) so i i went to some spiritual lady and i connected with past lives Mm -hmm. and i taped that and all of that but all that did was just for me really just yeah give me more an excuse to not look at the behavior but like will smith he was pretty young when he got famous johnny depp was young you know and then all of a sudden everybody just starts yes as and all say, of a sudden, you are like Michael Jackson. Everyone around you is just a yes person. Or, as they say in The Last King- Kingdom, arse lickers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. It's That's another much way better. of saying I like that. Yeah, an arse licker. Oh, that one over there. He's an arse licker. Uh-huh. Because those people you can never trust that they are giving you 50. what a friend of a long time or a family member, you know, will do. So, I, I mean, I don't know. But, we were thrown, gosh, our family, we were thrown into therapy so young. Because my mom was such a proponent of family therapy. That was so good, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you think about yeah. it, it really is. It, you know what? Yes. I mean, but I remember we had a, if anyone. Although met, I probably wouldn't you have hated it. it. We hated it. We yeah. hated it. Yeah, I bet. We'd okay. go to this guy in Roseville and we would, um, my mom had a maverick, which was just two door with five kids. And we fit five kids into this yeah. car. And to go to therapy. To therapy. And yeah. we just sit there. And I remember his name is Al. I, oh. I even remember his last name. Oh, yeah. 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 You just sit there like, oh. oh yeah. When Casey and I went to therapy after his motorcycle accident, which will be 19 years in August. and um, But it was such, um, like, he, there were so many problems. You know, he lost his firefighting job. He lost his man card. Is the yeah. thing that he liked the most, what I call his man. Anyway, got, you know, the... I had all kinds of issues, problems, got, you know, uh, taking Vicodin, drinking when he had not done, he hadn't been a drinker. Because he was in pain from the accident. Yeah, all this stuff. stuff. But yeah. when we went to counseling together and your mom was the one who suggested this really great counselor, knew that Casey needed probably a guy yeah. as our counselor. But one of the first things we bonded on 
after that first therapy session was how much we were going to hate going to therapy together and all. We already had an assignment. And so we already, just that we did that, we were like joking. And And it already brought some brevity to the situation. Yes, Mm -hmm. to the thing, to the whole thing, because it was like something that we were just like, now we're both going to get, you know, called out on stuff. And, um, of course, I was very, very happy after like two months when the counselor uh, looked at the two of us and he said, well, the three of us are done. And he looked at Casey and he goes, you and I have a lot of work to do. Of course. Who wouldn't be happy? <laughs> yeah. And You've I was just, relieved. I was like doing the happy dance. I was like, oh, yeah. Woo. I'm perfect. Do you need it more? Oh, <laughs> man. But it was also Casey that was dealing with the loss. So much. So much yeah. with that at a you know, in a at, young age, at I, a young age. I, yeah. When I was going through my pain med situation, yeah. I had to go see a pain psychologist because he had to teach me that even though I'm like, because I was so caught in this mindset, I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to do that. Yes. How can right. I do this? How can I do that? He it's had a hamster wheel thing. And he got me out of that, which out, took my stress down, which actually brought the pain down because I wasn't so tense about it. So right. he was probably battling some of those same type, you know, what am I going to do now? Johnny Depp is testifying yes, this yes. about all of these pain things that he ended up getting mm-hmm. addicted to and how that uh, affected him. And, of course, he had the means to hire a doctor or Disney hired a doctor, you know, who would, pay, you know, paid him whatever to be there yes. on call 24-7 yes, yes, yes. and stuff like that. But he was really getting into when he was testifying today about the mindset of the receptors of your brain and how opioids, you oh, can tell that he really he, did. He, he's done work, whether yes. it's his ongoing therapy, but he's learning like how, I think to me, he seems like a man who, and sometimes everyone will do this, I think in your life, you'll look back on a period of your life and you'll go, who was I? Oh, uh, that's, yes. And who, those pain meds will do that too. Oh. Who was I? What was I thinking? And to me, he is looking back at Amber Heard and thinking, what was I doing? Yeah. Right. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. I threw away this life with a woman I loved for mm-hmm. a hard on. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my testosterone was down. She made me felt young and fresh and, you know, and I couldn't have picked. He had just, you know, what do you call it? You're blinded. Yeah, you are. You're blinded. But anyway, he did speak. He might have lost the jury on some of that when he was he, talking, when he was about, talking his, about how many drugs he was yeah. on. The and pain how he overstated how many. It was. Yes, he admitted. He goes, I would actually tell them I was taking more than I was so that then the number they'd give me would give me one or two spares in my pocket. I mean, he was very... Well, that's all the mindset of an addict. Everybody goes through that when you're going through that stuff. He was talking like that, which just made me think maybe he'd gotten some help. Anyway, welcome to therapy session. Uh, I'm 20. We're here to help. Yes. Mm -hmm. Grab your pretzels and um, chocolates next. Well, I do. But I think all of us agree. If your therapy works, it does. It I works. need to go. I it need does. to go. But you really, it's finding you know the right person and, you, and getting very very honest. Yes, yeah. and, and sometimes you're not ready. Yeah, sometimes you're not ready yep. to not be a liar to yep. yourself. But yep. it, it's a real relief when you're done lying to yourself. Okay, <laughs> it's hard enough lying to everybody else, but with lying to yourself is just exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> it'll really, it'll literally just not be good for you. All right, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
Wednesday yes, happy to you. Yes, happy 420. Indeed, that is the date on the calendar. If you know, you know. Let's talk about a new movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They're teaming up for the true life story of Nike sneaker man Sonny Vaccaro. So we're going to call this the shoe movie. Okay. Well, Lori, you you texted me this. Can we talk about the shoe movie? And I'm like, shoe movie, shoe movie, shoe movie. movie. Manolo Blahnik, Stuart Weitzman. Yeah, Oh, right. Oh, but the the boy shoe movie. The the boy shoe movie. The sneaker sneaker movie. I, I don't know. Okay, so these two were in the last duel, but they didn't have any scenes together. Oh my gosh, I forgot that the last duel was even a movie. I still, Lori loved I it. I liked that movie. You did? I did, because I, I am a sucker for a medieval sword, sword kind of king and queen, and, and it's a, based on true events, and... What's her name from Villanelle? That actress, she Jodie Comer was amazing, and uh, Ben Affleck uh, played a great, poofy, arrogant guy in a tragic wig. Oh, Julie, did you watch the last? Duel? I started it, but I Ridley Scott should have put that movie out in November and House of Gucci out in yeah. September. I just I, I haven't think it would have done it. better because it's a pretty good historical sword, you know, kind of tale. But is it two and a half hours? I don't think it was. I think it might be two twenty or something like that, but it, that's ten minutes left. <laughs> two and a half. Something like that. Oh, something like that. Okay, so, tell us what they're doing. Okay, and is anyone directing or writing between these two? Well, Ben Affleck is going to be in the director's chair oh, for this one. What? He's directing, writing, co-starring, and producing this okay. sports marketing drama. Okay, so who's uh, who is who? Well. Matt Damon's going to play Nike executive Sonny Vaccaro, and Ben Affleck is playing Nike co-founder Phil Knight. Okay. So this is going to be a story around Nike's long-shot effort to sign Michael Jordan to its shoe company in the mid-1980s. It changed everything. It changed everything. Exactly. It changed everything for the world of sports, for the world of celebrity endorsement, for the world of sneakers. Mm -hmm. You know, but think about that. that. This sounds like a great story. Yeah, so, you know, the deal launched a global multi-billion dollar sneaker industry and also, you know, launched basketball into international stardom. Really? Yeah. Changed the game. We're going to get a lot of inside scoop on this holiday because Grant has a friend that's producing it. I want to know who they're going to get to play the young Michael Jordan, if he's even featured. Oh, they'll have to be. They'll have to find somebody. There's some major quotes that Michael Jordan made about his shoes and how it Changed. I would imagine you'd have to have him to be a part of somehow have him and be a part of it. He's six foot six. No, oh, so he's got a big shoe, or no? I'm just saying they need to find a. Young- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. An actor who's oh. six foot six. Uh, well, Lori, yeah. I'm just saying. You can stand on a body. Here we Lori, go. you watch a television love- show full of dragons. I, I feel know. like we can work that we out. We can work that in out. Post. Well, Michael know, B. Ben- Jordan. Let's get Michael B. Jordan in there just to play Michael Jordan. Yeah, but, you know, Damon and Affleck are sitting on the McMillions story. You know? <gasps> oh, right. Yes. Oh. that was- I don't even know what you're talking about. The McMillian story is a story that was a true story. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. There was an article written about it, then a subsequent documentary. Mm -hmm. So this was the story, Julia, about how somebody scammed the Monopoly game at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, 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 that. Okay, that's, yes. Okay, so they are sitting on the movie rights to that, which would, of course, that would make a great movie, uh, too. Oh, yeah. So this movie, so uh, Matt Damon is co-writing this movie. He is. He's also producing, and he's starring. I think this is the first time that Ben Affleck is directing Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, that could very that well be kind of fun? Well, I mean, they, yes. he's never directed him before. They've been co-writers and all of that. We know that, and co-stars. But um, I wonder if they're going to call it the shoe movie. Oh gosh. I feel like they're going to the workshop sneaker? that. Okay, the sneakers. I think they're going to call yeah. it the Nike movie. You think? Air Jordan. Air Jordan. Air Jordan. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. You could spell Air H E I R. Air go. Jordan. See, you yeah. just need to go back to Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah, you're so the good. Story of the Nike dynasty. You know, speaking mm. of dynasty, there's an exclusive <gasps> report in Variety that the Kardashians have become Hulu's most watched premiere in America. Now, you're just going to have to trust Hulu because they're not providing any numbers. Right. Any data on right. this. Nothing. That's so funny. Yeah, apparently shareholders for Disney, they maybe have some numbers, but us, unless you have Disney share, shares and you're holding out on us and you didn't let us know. Yeah, they've got some free PR advice for Chris Jenner. Yeah. And she texted him from the courthouse, just say it, just pretend it. PMK will d- draft it. Just say it so, because nobody will have any way to know. Exactly. You don't have to complain, and you don't have to explain. That's right. You don't have to do anything. That's right. Did you guys catch Prince Harry and Hoda Kotb today? Uh, yes, we of did. Course. We played like five. That was uh, Harry was so right when he said, uh, "Do you know? Do you miss? Is the UK your home now?" He says, "Yes, it is for now, but that's going to cause all kinds of problems." He said, and "Already, you should see the headlines ripping them for all." It was a really sweet and great interview. Oh yeah. So Prince Harry sat down with Hoda Kotb today. The interview aired this morning and he's opening up about his life and yes he did visit grandma queen elizabeth ii mm-hmm. and he said of his grandmother she's on great form she's always got a great sense of humor with me and he said he's protective of her he wants to make sure she's surrounded by the right people which mm-hmm. was his little reference to all all the vipers that are make up the machine that's called the royal monarchy Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, Prince Harry also said he's enjoying being a dad. He always wanted to have his own kids. Now he's got two little people that he's responsible for. And he does still, you know, he thinks about his mother, Princess Diana. He said, I feel her presence in almost everything that I do now, but definitely more so in the last two years than ever before without question. So she's watching over us. Yeah, because that was probably her dearest wish is that for him to get out of it. Yeah, and to be happy and to be normal but, people. But, Remember, you have to be out yes. of the monarchy to yeah. do that, though. Yeah.
Yeah. And he's move and he's doing charitable work like Princess yeah. Diana did. Right. You know? Yeah. So definitely carrying on the legacy of his mother. New reports are coming out that Adele has reportedly fired the creative team behind her Las Vegas residency. And has hired a new one in hopes of saving it. Oh, you know what? People are like even my brother who's tell so me, die hard. Me. He's just so like, she never has rescheduled. No. Yet. No. And they're out the money. Well, they could get a refund. They, I don't know. It's just the, you know what? That was handled poorly. She she was really she dropped the ball. I uh, Adele really dropped the ball on this. Mm-hmm. She can blame her team or whatever, but come on. Yeah. So the Telegraph is reporting that weekends with Adele, that residency that was supposed to start at Caesar's Palace this spring, February. That, yeah, they were supposed. To, they they want to start it in the summer now with a completely redesigned show. Out with the old set designer, in with a new person who reportedly is uh, the artistic director for English bands like Take That and Stewfish. Also, the team producing the Rolling Stones' upcoming anniversary tour. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the source says this new creative duo will look after and develop a new show. I wish she'd listen to our damn show because we told her the day she announced that to fire her whole team there. That Why doesn't she? I mean, what the hell took her so long? Mm, Now, this is all just rumor and hearsay. We don't even know if this is happening. Stay tuned. I think it is. Okay. (laughs) She's trying to get back in. She's trying to get somebody to hire her, make room. (laughs) Well, happy holidays, ladies. Thank you. All right. Grant, what's happening with our traffic out there? Johnny Depp, you know, since he's been in the news, I mean, that is probably, I could say without a doubt, coming up on 20 years anniversary, he is now our biggest celebrity scandal of the 20 years we were on there. I would have said before Johnny Depp, no, it would have been um, Tom Cruise Cruise. and Katie Holmes. Yeah. Was the most salacious. And then Brad and Angelina happened. But the biggest demolition of a career that we have followed over these last 20 years in gossip extravaganza it really is you know the uh we've been he this is the big went from the top all the way to the bottom and he admitted that today in testimony yeah he said i know that will always follow there's no coming back from this for me right I mean, he's I on the stand right if now. If I'm a juror, I, I'm just going. I can't. I am believing this unbelievable, believable testimony. I mean, and she hasn't even testified or whatever. Oh, but, I can't imagine. Yeah. But I mean, that is a very honest statement from him. At least he's self-aware enough to know that this is it. And when I think of everything we've gossiped about, and you know, Scientology, Scientology has always Shelley, been up there. The yeah, I mean, we've had these, but but Johnny Depp is the one where, like, when we started here, I mean, he was the first man on the manual. He was. He was on the cover of Rolling Stone. Someone made like you a 2004. handbag. The woman from Fairbolt that used to use magazine covers Maybe. and make handbags. Yeah, I got a Donny Osmond and a Johnny Depp, yeah. and he was on the cover of Rolling Stone a few different times with amazing interviews and um you know and he was mysterious and quiet yes and he was a serial monogamous which women love to love a serial monogamous kind of a dude we know we can't get johnny depp but we love the fact that he at least he has a woman and he's He's crazy about her Yes, I mean when in the Nona relationship yeah, and Kate yeah. Moss and the date they he dated they it wasn't like you know six months or three months yeah. and he you know so anyway if you'd told me that 
in <laughs> 20 years from now, we'd still be on the radio. I would have believed that. There's <laughs> yeah. no way I would have I know you would have. I love that. I love but, of course, Julia. We'd be over 50. But I would have <laughs> been like anybody. 20 years is so far away. You can't imagine it. But yeah. I would never have believed if somebody had said Johnny Depp's Johnny be, Depp will be, his, his name will be trashed, his reputation tarnished, and um, yeah. that he... That our serial monogamous man that we loved and had a crush on did the cliche thing and had a midlife crisis, had a midlife crisis and left his good woman that he loved and had a happy life with. Not to say they might have ended up together, but to to, to throw it all away on the most cliche of things. But New you know, yeah, flower, yes, okay. <laughs> Yeah. New pretty pretty bouquet, woo! Lori, that makes me okay, feel like a man again, that, <laughs> Lori. Right. And you're blinded with lust. Yeah, your your wood is hard in a way that you haven't felt naturally because you're, of course, forgetting about your whiskey wiener, mm-hmm. your Roxy balls, whatever is happening, you know, to your Roxy body. But I mean. <laughs> Substances are not a penis's best friend. No, they aren't at all. But they're always your friend leading up to that situation, and they never work out afterwards. But, but like after, let's say, let's say if women enter like perimenopause at around, let's say, forty-seven. Okay, that means that men also are entering andopause at about forty-seven, and Mm -hmm. so their testosterone is going down. And their estrogen is are going up, so they become more sensitive. Mm-hmm. At the same time, that their wood isn't as fierce as it used <laughs> to be, and that makes you <laughs> mad. Girl, I wish damn you it. were looking at Lori because she gave a little. I mean, this is when we need fierce. to be on TV. I mean, Lori, <laughs> just to record you during that passionate. I would like this to be replayed. <laughs> Um, Grant, I want this to be sent to Hannah. Yeah, I wish we had a camera on Lori right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lorene. Thank you. But I mean, it is, it is the most vintage of scandal in the sense that it's all happened while it's on our watch. And we understand it now because we're 20 years down the road and it is a real life thing. And it doesn't matter if you're a movie star or just a regular Person, a you man, can blow woman, up your life. You can blow up your life because your hormones have have gotten away from you, and also because modern medicine. Unless we say to our doctors, "I would like a, a blood panel of all my man hormones, lady hormones, you know, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you are," that you get a panel of your blood. So that you know what you're dealing with, right? And you let your you di- do have to request that. Yeah, you have to request that. It's not it's not even uh, asked about or talked about, and it has such a huge, huge impact. And I think Johnny ha- was used to having high testosterone, plummeted overnight. Now he's not sleeping. Plummeted over. <laughs> no, that's almost what happens. You know, like there's just a decrease. It really does, and people don't talk about it, and that's a scandal. 
I am breaking no, the I, hormonal ceiling and today. To your, to, and, and with, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> you're not, you're not no, alone with the no, drugs. Did you just hear what she just said? I'm breaking the hormonal ceiling. I am ceiling. breaking the hormonal That's ceiling. A, it's that no longer hand. glass. It's hormonal <laughs> ceiling. No, because people don't talk about it. And I swear. I would agree. 100%. I swear this is what's happened to Johnny Depp. It's happened to people you know. It's happened to me. It happened to me. It happened to I me. had a hormonal ceiling. Yes. I Especially with those drugs too that he was taking, those pain meds will take all that ambit, all bring you to a whole new level where you'll you'll be looking for something, you know, to maybe bring you back up. But when I mean when I when I was going through all that, I went and got tested for where my my testosterone levels were and all that stuff because it throws it it all out of. Did you think it wasn't the drugs that was affecting it? No, I I mean I thought it was a combination of me. I knew it was my drug addiction that I had going. We don't. Real, we do, it's not but, talked about how important our hormones are. I didn't even know about that. Tell, and that's what I was going to say. My doctor was like, "Hey, how are you feeling about this? How's your sex life? How's right? this going on? How's your mood? How's your mood?" I had no how idea. How are you sleeping? And he brought that out of me, and I learned that that is a big part of yeah. what. I, again, it's just not talked about. Men don't want to talk about it because it seems men like really it's, don't. Women it, barely, but men barely. never. Men, we just don't want to say it because it's a sign of uh, weakness. weakness. Yes, mm-hmm. and oh, it's please. scary, and yeah. it's stupid to say that. Well, but, Johnny. Depp is an example of a hormonal man who <laughs> let his whole life get away with him because he was intoxicated mm-hmm. by this young woman who, for whatever her reasons were, pretended to be something that she wasn't. Right? Yeah. But then, I think his drug addiction coincided with his demise. Yes. Pro, yes. Pro, I'm sure they went, that yeah, also went hand in hand. hand. So he's got the, the big D energy, then he's got the drugs, and Low, then he's blinded dig, yeah. by this other woman. In the meantime, you know, he and Vanessa have done it every which way. And I don't know, you know, whatever his. Uh, People thing, grow apart. He, but, but not only that, but he, I think, People take happiness for granted. Oh, Lori. Now, then, there's another one. Okay, they the take happiness ceiling, for granted. And, and they take happiness for granted when their hormones are all fakakta. True. And so before anyone I, makes any decisions, unless you're in an abusive situation, I urge you, I beg you, to get get your blood hormones tested. And just find out. But this is what's happened to him. And he is... I mean, they could write stories and books and miniseries, and I hope he gets some kind of a career resurgence. Yeah, I hope she, you know, gets well um, because it sounds. I mean, she's a new mom now, so you know. But I don't want her to, uh, you know. I don't know a hundred percent of Johnny. I if he threw, he says he'd never threw a phone or anything, but. She should not be in any relationship. She deserves better. She should not be in a slapping, hitting, fighting, name-calling relationship either. So I hope she's getting help help Mm -hmm. or whatever. But, I mean, I just look at her in court and I just, I don't know what, I don't know what to think. And I just always look back at Donnie or Johnny and I say, you dumb idiot. So that is the scandalous thing. And I bet Johnny Depp no longer fears clowns, which used to be one of his known <laughs> phobias. The ultimate transition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You guys definitely know this thing through and through. If oh you can God. bring out that he's... No, there is. That is the, the ultimate.
good transition. Yeah. There have been so many green lights out of you right now, Lori. If the TV was on you too, this would be sold for millions. I I thank you. I probably I mean, I don't think he's gonna be scared by a fake smile and a painted face anymore after all this is over. You have to make that into a promo that Johnny Depp is no longer afraid of clowns. That part of his life is over. Oh, I'm sending this to Rocco right now. Oh my god! All right, well there you go. I there there. I was a vintage scandal rant. It must. It had to be had. It had to be had. We have lived through it. And we really and, and to and say we're disappointed is no, just minor. It is minor, and especially if you're Lori, because every this time this has been going and, on for way too long. He would choose like white shadows or dark shadows, and some other movie. And Lori would talk about it for a full year, and then it would come out, and she'd be. I'm like, are you going hell? No. I did see dark shadows. <laughs> that was like the only one. Yeah, so know. between the career choices and, and yes. the drugs, yes. and then the the. Blowing up his that's life for this I'm, woman. It's very... That's <laughs> why I'm so... Yay, Nicolas Cage. Go see that movie. <laughs> yes. No matter He's what the critics say. Six with Nicolas Cage's face. <laughs> we love her redemption. Of massive talent. That's also what's happening here on uh, this radio program. It's unbearable. The massive talent over here. <laughs> All oh right, God. we gotta go. We gotta... I know all the words to this song. Oh. We were looking for 420 songs and grants, like the number one that, that is really is Mary Jane by Rick James. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. And you can't go wrong with this one. Good old Peter Tosh, you know, a little. Oh, yeah. I know that I'm going to do the Jamaican box step. That was one of my funnest things I learned how to do the first time. You go to Jamaica and then they teach you how to do the Jamaican box step, which is just a crossover, crossover. But it's it's a how are you going to flip? Pelvis, man. Oh, you know, Lori. Where did that pelvis Side to okay. side, round and round, up and down, sideways, <laughs> this, this, that, that. Okay, so one time, Grant, I was just reminding Lori that this woman from Fairbolt who used to take magazine covers and make them into purses, mm-hmm. she made... They were like totes. They really were totes. Nice really totes. nice totes with this I chain. I still have it. I do, too. I have... I think she made me a... Um, do we have a David I mean, Cassidy a one? Yes, and I have a Donny Osmond a, a Donnie, one. Okay, so we brought it to the SAG Awards when we were on the red carpet because Johnny Depp was going to be there for the movie Finding Neverland, which is an amazing movie uh-huh. if you've never seen it. Yeah. About the author of yeah. Japan? Yeah. Absolutely. And Great so movie. Lori screamed, we're screaming Johnny Depp, and he looked over her and she lifted up her tote yeah. and he smiled and pointed he's, at her. Yes, he went like that and sm- and that's why he's had my heart too, not oh. for all these other reasons, but the fact that he was, and this was 2004, and I think... That this was our first SAG award. Oh, Lord. He was the most, most fashionable man on the planet. And, well, we, and, 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 and Freddie Highmore. The little boy. The boy who's now talked to us uh, the forever. good doctor. He talked to us and we. That's who he is. the kid from the good doctor? Yes. And that's from, Freddie uh, Highmore from Finding yes. Neverland. He's oh, a child he actor who grew up to be. And a, Bates Motel. He was Bates also Motel. in Bates Motel. He was Motel. very good he in that. He came over and talked to us forever with his. Ex. And Will oh. Arnett. Those, those were our cool. first screen. I mean, we thought it was all going to be like. That we thought we were always be at the end by the door with no, nothing between us and celebrities, but stanchions. Oh, Laurie. I really hate how 
Remember with the year the bushes came oh, and yeah. I just life said, has changed. Life has changed, but then we realized it could the shrubs were like right at pube level. Basically, we used it as a and shelf. We used it as a counter. We did, <laughs> and then I could freely take off my shoes because oh, I was used so, have so, much, so much taller oh. than oh, everybody. Oh, I get you. Yep, it's yep. So much. Fun. I don't want to be intimidating and uh, you know tall, tall, and also I have. Um, what my a, feet have been bad high heel feet since I don't even want to give you. the number. <laughs> yeah. Since I, and you have the hot foot and you've got the... Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean... That I, was re- more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like I, re- I retired my feet from high heels, you know, at a reasonable age, like about 45. Yeah, we did it early. We did it early. <laughs> we did it. We, we gave up early. early. We gave up early. Twenty years. Whenever we started here, we didn't have to wear them really anymore. Right. The best we didn't have to wear suits anymore. Uh-huh. I, gave, I donated all my beautiful Ann Taylor suits with scarves, and I was Ann so Taylor. I was so happy to like give somebody uh, ensembles because I included blouses with each suit <laughs> and a scarf and jewel. No, and shoes. I was just oh. like, I wanted it was just for success. That's yes, funny you say that. I have all my suit stuff from when I was in sales too, sitting in our spare room closet that I never use. I should just donate that. I'll donate. Yeah, you can donate. I mean, you know, people can use I hope it. People yeah. are gonna. I love just for success. I yes. mean, it's still all around. I it, mean, it you is. do sometimes, but who knows Very now rarely, in this yeah. new world how much people have to dress to impress with if people aren't going back to the offices full time. That would drive me crazy. I would be so suspicious of lazy people. Lori. Yeah, that would be my problem. Plus, I couldn't function unless I had my assistant with me. Yep. <laughs> Telling me to continue, keep working? No, no or doing just doing the stuff I don't want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm more of an idea person, talking <laughs> on the phone. Write this that down. craft should this, look like this. Yeah. Write that down. Write yeah. that down. Yeah, yeah. I need to have a, you know, like that. Yeah. But anyway, some people I know are really happy to be back at work. But I, I wish I more do. people would get back, like, downtown so I those know. restaurants and stuff. Well, did you see too that uh, Target just made it yes. optional that every employee now has the option to work from home or go down? It's just cr- it's crushing downtown. You know, I mean, yeah. I like that they're giving them that opportunity. But like, if all these businesses continue to allow people to work from home, it's going to kill downtown. It well, really is not to mention make everybody a bunch of uh, you know homebodies. Yeah, we, we can't have a world just full of homebodies, sweatpants and well, couchwork. And, and I do think <laughs> that people don't understand the power of um, running around the corner, running around your cube to ask a question. You know when and the power of human connection. Yeah, that I don't think you can get through a flat screen. Right. And you and I only know, you know, we've been in the workforce for a very long time, yeah. unfortunately. It's long. Yeah. But we... But uh, that I, was the thing at Carlson that we did like was I, the idea bouncing in person or a walk. Let's just take a walk. I'm so mad about something right now or whatever. I mean, I would very much... I would have I been... I like the separation of home and work, but same. I think people are different and want the convenience and all that kind of stuff but i just it's a blessing for people listen who don't like being around other people like that guy who sued his company for throwing him a birthday party and got and the money yeah and one four hundred twenty thousand dollars he told them don't have a party for me I and mean, they did it anyway which... i feel like that was a episode of desperate housewives somebody had a surprise birthday party after expressly being told do not have a party for me and i did they break up or there's something there, there is, and there, I, and you know what it reminded me of. You do. I mean, I mean, when do you, you have to let us, in, let us entertain you when we would have like a cop show up, 
a cop stripper show oh, up at housing companies yeah. for lunch. Yes. <laughs> Remember there'd be a cop. Shh, don't say where it was at. No, I'm it just doesn't kidding. matter. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. it would be you'd I'm hire not. someone to come for a birthday prank. Yeah. Oh, prank. Oh, prank. yeah. Prank. No, this is for I, a I birthday was talking, thing. I was talking instead on the of, phone. Instead of oh. getting a cake for somebody. Uh, there you you'd go. hire someone you'd... and then the cop would suddenly kind of be a cop dancer. That's cool. Well, I just wanted to mention Carla called in and said that a lot of rehab centers are always taking donations, especially oh. for men's clothing, because they're looking for men's to get out and go into the workforce yeah, and do right. interviews. Thank interviews. you for calling. So That's thank great. you, Carla, and letting us know that. Yeah, All right, good. everybody, this was a fun day. Everyone have a great, great night. Day. Happy 420. Happy Hump Day. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.